0: Hello listeners, welcome back to the Brother Trucker Book Club Podcast. I am your host, Graham Bradley. This is episode 5, Back for Seconds. Yesterday I was on a long haul into Wyoming to a town called Wham Sutter. I had not heard of it until I was sent there to pick up a box of crud, literally crud. It was, it was wasted carbon. And I uh, had to pick it up and carry it back to Utah. And while I was on a break, I tried to record this episode, but because I was out of service... Uh, the app didn't post it, so here I am recording it again from not behind the wheel of a truck. I'm behind the wheel of something else. Uh, the two books that I wanted to talk about today were books that I didn't enjoy very much the first time around. The first one was the third Hunger Games novel, Mockingjay, by Suzanne Collins. Um, if you have not been living under a rock for the last ten years, you've heard of the Hunger Games. Uh, future society, sort of post-apocalyptic uh there's the capital, that they control everything in Panem. It's the country that has replaced the United States and North America. They've broken up the country into districts. Each district provides a different resource for the capital. There's the rich, you know, 10%, 5%, 1%, whatever it is that are at the top. Everybody else pretty much does their bidding. And once a year, the capital grabs a boy and a girl from every district, throws them into an arena, makes them fight to the death just to show them, hey, we've got the power to do this. If you rise up against us like you did in the past, it's gonna be really bad for you. Uh, the reason I didn't like mocking Jay the first time around was I kind of had expectations that it would work the same way that other young adult sci-fi and young adult adventure books worked, that there would be kind of a clean, sanitary ending that the, the characters that I wanted would largely make it through. We, we would lose some level 2, level 3 type characters, some people on the periphery, but it would be okay because our favorites would make it. And uh, it ended up being a lot more dreary and almost depressing at the time that I read, the, read it the first uh, go through because it just it seemed so sad. Uh, I don't want to give anything away just in case you haven't read it, but basically it seemed like the entire point of the series where Katniss goes into the Hunger Games in lieu of her younger sister to save her life gets undone. And I was like, well, what is the entire point if these, these, these and these characters all die off? Uh, I came to realize that the story was really about the pointlessness of war. Sometimes war can be necessary, but it doesn't mean that you get to guarantee anything or control anything. I guess pointlessness is the wrong word. It's that war is not a guarantee. I've had a couple of discussions with friends uh, who have also read the book that had a a different experience with it than I did, that it still ended up not liking it after one or two read-throughs. And, and that's been my takeaways that war is not a guarantee. War is itself an atrocity. Sometimes you have to do it to stop a greater atrocity, but it doesn't mean that you get to dictate, dictate the terms of, well, at least I get to save X, Y, and Z. It's, it's not something that you get to control all of the, uh, the possible horrific outcomes of it. And once I realized that that was the point, that that was the, the theme and the underlying current of the story, it, it really made a lot more sense to me. I've, I've read it at least twice before this I'm listening to the audiobook. It's kind of my preferred medium for these stories. I really like Carolyn McCormick as a narrator. she's, she's got a more mature sounding voice that really fits the, the elevated literary tone almost of this you know young adult sci-fi work. Uh, so I like I said I didn't care for it too much the first time around but once I grasped and once I had that frame of reference to really understand what it was about, it, it worked a lot better for me. The second book that uh, I'm reading again, I'm reading it for the third time, is Son of the Black Sword by Larry Korea. Larry Korea is best known for his Monster Hunter International series. Uh, it's, it might have started out as an urban fantasy, but it's much closer to just a, a regular sci-fi. He's also got his Grimoire Chronicles, uh, Dead Six military thrillers. I could talk for an entire podcast episode about Larry Korea's work. I really, really love his books. Uh, Son of the Black Sword is the first book in the Saga of the Forgotten Warrior and it is his take at writing an epic fantasy. Now, Epic fantasy for me can be kind of hit or miss. Uh, the real thing that distinguishes the hits from the misses is whether the story moves well, uh, if it doesn't get bogged down in too many excessive details. I'm also going to do an entire episode on big epic fantasies, what works, what doesn't. But uh, Korea's approach to this series, and to this story in particular, was to write it like it was a thriller. And, you know, it doesn't get out into the weeds about the details of the world. It focuses on the characters, it focuses on the events that are going to move the story forward. Uh, it's set in a fantasy world where there was uh, a war of the gods, uh, demons were cast out of whatever, you know, their equivalent of heaven is. And uh, they ended up in the sea, and mankind ended up on land. There is a caste system, some people are castless, that basically makes them you know, not people in the eyes of the rulers and all that stuff. Our main character is a guy named Ashik Vidal, who is the current bearer of a sword called Angruvadal, which is one of these uh, fantasy trope swords where it's, it's invincible, it can only be broken by dishonor, it has an eternally sharp blade and all that stuff. Uh, one of the really cool features of it is that it carries the memories of everybody who has ever held the sword. Uh, before, and only worthy people, like only one worthy person at a time in a generation, can carry it. If you're unworthy and you try to, t- to carry and groove it all, it will force you to kill yourself. Uh, So Ashik Vidal is the sword bearer, and he goes out, you know, trying to do these righteous missions and and kill unclean things, kill demons and stuff. And he ends up confronted with uh, challenges within the framework of his own morality. I don't want to give too much away. I will just say that if you are an avid epic fantasy reader and you haven't read *Son of the Black Sword* yet, I highly recommend it. Uh, In terms of content, uh, there's some profanity. I don't think anything gets worse than an S-bomb. It's it's a violent book. There is, you know. Dissections and amputations and, uh, well, that sounds a little bit too surgical. People get their dang limbs cut off and uh, there's blood and stuff in these battles. Um, I wouldn't say that it is for reveling in the violence, but more focused on having an accurate portrayal of sword and shield battles, that kind of thing. Um, so yeah, highly recommend that one. I'm reading it for the third time. Now, the first time through I, that I listened to it, I guess I just didn't pay close enough attention to what was going on and by the time you know i i I was listening to it while i was driving and working and stuff i got about halfway through it i'm like i'm only grasping about half of what's going on here so i I finished it and i was like i'll get to this again later about a year later i tried it again and paid closer attention all the events came together and I was like okay this is a lot of fun this is a really dang good book so I'm reading it for the third time now Uh, the first two times I listened to it on audio this time I am reading it in print because the sequel House of Assassins comes out next month and uh, I've already got the hardcover on pre-order very much worth it so those are the two books for this episode Mockingjay by Suzanne Collins and Son of the Black Sword by Larry Correa his last name is spelled c-o-r-r-e-i-a Now, I personally am on the road to the library to pick up a couple of others that I have reserved. I can't even remember what they are, only that I've got three or four of them on hold. going to go grab those, and uh, we'll have plenty more fresh reads for me to review for you in the coming days. Thank you to all of you who are listening to this podcast regularly, and especially the four of you so far who listened to the last episode, the one about robots, Corel Chapik, all that stuff was not my best work I am still figuring out how to be a good podcast host and all that stuff uh, once I get 50 episodes into this if I'm still dropping eggs on a regular basis we'll know something larger is wrong but for now thank you tell your friends get them all to listen read some of these books drop me a line dread pennies on twitter or instagram and uh I'd love to hear from you thanks see you out there